Welcome to In Betwixt, a seasonal podcast for complex beings exploring the in-betweens of channeling, identity, and psychology. I'm your host, Solasta McIntyre, therapist, witch, and founder of Full and Plenty Joy, an interdisciplinary therapeutic practice offering care and guidance to sensitive perfectionists. Each season, I dive deep with a fellow non-binary healing practitioner to share concepts, experiences, and practices that grow your spiritual connection and somatic sensing to complement your therapeutic journey. Want your own special guide as the days grow short and a new year dawns? Take my quiz, Which Tarot Card is Your 2023 Guide at fullandplentyjoy.com slash channeling. From Samhain to Solstice, join me and this season's guest, Vanessa Murchie, apprentice of the wind and creator of a wave of light. Together, we'll illuminate all the ways you are magic too. and welcome back welcome officially into the winter time a time associated with death with going inward with slowness and stillness and reflection I owe you a solstice reading And I know that you might be still integrating the death card reading from back at Samhain, All Hallows' Eve. There was a lot of potent energy in that reading meant to hold you through till solstice. I am curious how you are integrating it. How has the elephant's energy, that bursting through obstacles, true, powerful, empowered energy how has it been living with you or revealing itself to you if you haven't heard the reading yet you can still reap its medicinal benefits by listening to episode one of in betwixt for me one of the most powerful ways the elephant came busting through my life was a channeled healing session in my basement In this basement, I uh, grew up dancing and playing. It's essentially where I spent the vast majority of my time growing up. So for me, it is a very sacred space for my creativity, for my spirituality, and for my inner child. It really was a space that helped me move through a lot. And recently... Leading up to solstice, this, you know, channeled healing that kind of came through, it held me through some intense sensations and feelings I was experiencing after having a difficult conversation with a sort of estranged beloved. 
instead of collapsing into tears, self-loathing, and even suicidal intensity, as my brain can often do when it's experiencing disappointment and hurt, especially with relationships, my body instead took the stance of a strong, balanced, warrior-like posture with my arms taking up full space like a cactus and my legs tucked underneath me, but in a wide child's pose. This was the pose that my body moved into as I was experiencing these emotions as an example of how our body can channel healing for ourselves. My torso also faced the basement door that led to the rest of the house where my family resides. And the words that came through me were, I am not afraid anymore. I am not afraid of you anymore. Over and over again, these words repeated as I viscerally felt my power and a sense of freedom pour through my cells while in this dimly lit basement, this cave of internal world and sacredness. I am not afraid anymore. Definitely some strong elephant energy. Then my arms wanted to push away and towards the door with my hands strong and flex, completely stretched in all directions, sort of pushing the energy towards the door in a boundary type gesture. Then my arms wanted to push away towards this door with my hands and keep the energy out there. The words that came through were, you are not welcome here until you heal. You are not welcome here until you heal. A powerful sacred protection spell, my body, hands, spirit, were all casting as one fully out and around through the whole space of my house and beyond it. You are not welcome here until you heal. Now, of course, healing is a nonlinear, infinite process, but there's really powerful truth in that. So many of us stay in relationships and situations as they are without setting up boundaries, a.k.a. setting a need and a consequence if that need is not met. And we just keep taking other people's unhealed parts and internalizing them and allowing them to come into our space. So it doesn't mean we have to cut people off, but it can mean we can, you know, set strong intentions and boundaries of if someone is choosing not to do their work, we don't have to keep doing the same thing. We can choose ourselves like the elephant teaches So after I felt this strength and the protection was cast, the feeling then shifted towards the heart and a sense of softness. Hands on the heart tenderly, head slightly bowed towards it. The words that came were, I know it hurts so much. I know it hurts so much. In that moment, holding my inner child, my inner teenager, 
the scapegoated one, the parentified one, the villainized one, the sensitive and loud one, I held her. I rocked them until the pain passed. So often pain is underneath anger, the need to protect ourselves. So often both of these needs need to be felt. Both of these emotions need to be felt fully in order to be processed and integrated. Now, the most magical piece of this channeled self-healing was the presence I felt from my well ancestors cheering me on as I broke inherited cycles, particularly around boundaries. And even more magical was getting an opportunity to actually repair and deepen afterwards unexpectedly with this estranged beloved. Magic is real, my friends, and you are its maker. So while I imagine many of you, like me, are definitely still working with this energy, I mean, it is lifelong, of course. But now that we are at the solstice, just past it, really here in deep, deep winter, I want to share with you three cards that I pulled on the winter solstice to bring you into the spring equinox. Now, unlike our commercialized society that treats holidays as a one-and-done day, Christmas or, you know, Halloween decorations in the store up until the 31st, and then the next day it's Christmas, we all know that's not actually how it works. So even though we are about a week past the solstice, the energy of solstice is here for us to work with until the next significant point in the sun's journey, the spring equinox in the northern hemisphere or the fall equinox in the southern. This is a three-card spread, a past, present, future reading for our collective good. I invite you to get cozy, comfy, allow the words to wash over and through you, Maybe have a journal or something to write with nearby so you can jot down words or phrases you want to do some automatic writing or drawing or dancing with later. Or jotting down any sensations, thoughts, emotions, or images that arise for you as I speak. I am pulling from my favorite deck, The Living Altar, an oracle deck for the Radical Witch. The link for this deck is in the show notes. Now, on to the reading. May its message give you what you need as you let the rest go. So in the past placement, we have the Balsamic Moon card. Now this card is associated with winter and associated with the north. So if you want to deepen into the magic of winter, you can even just orient your body towards where north is. So here's the spell from the living altar. I rejoice in the heartbreaks of moments past and embrace their release. Emboldened by the ecstatic gift of sacrifice. 
I expand into new depths of my capacity to build, to destroy, to be broken, to rise, and to build again. I surrender to the space between what was and what is becoming. I allow this space to neutralize my regrets and normalize nostalgia. I affirm that I am free from the pain of past heartbreak and the obligation to past success. As what I have co-created is devoured by the hunger of the world, I now realize what it is to sacrifice. To continue forward with hope, I must release the names I have answered to in the past. My sacrifice is the foolish surrender of moving on. Soul tired and sacred, I am showered in the blessings of wisdom. Raw and formless, I am cloistered by the beauty of death. I find sanctuary in completion. I rest in the graveyard of my memories. I am comforted by the glimmering possibilities whispering through my dreams. Rest while the void emerges. There are winds of change stirring. Where will they take you? Turn from what was and move towards potential. Now this is a very powerful card in and of itself, let alone in the past placement. What it's telling me is, holy guacamole, you have been through a lot. Days, months, years, decades even. A lot. Soul tired and sacred. Speaking to... If maybe you haven't gotten the chance to rest, please, please do so. I imagine there's been a lot of letting go, a lot of experimenting, things not working out exactly, new inspirations coming forth, and restarting all over again and again. Just a lot of roadblocks and from those roadblocks growth and from that growth comes some pain and tiredness. It is a lot. So if you haven't been, this is definitely an invitation to continue to rest and allow your body to let go. Sometimes we don't have to put words to everything. Sometimes we can move it. We can draw it. We can sing it. We can dream it. So on to our present card, another Earth, Winter, North card, and one that, you know, we're really coming full circle here. A death card, the death card in the Witch's Wheel of the Living Altar deck. Here is the spell for the present placement, the death card. Only that which is truly received can truly be given. And that which is truly given 
is only that which can truly be received. Such it is with life and all of its lessons. In earnest, I open my heart to receive the ineffable gift of my life. To the source of all things, I return those blessings in gratitude. I sacrifice what I know for greater understanding. I cut ties with the illusion that life is personal. I break bonds. I cancel oaths. I close all back doors and loopholes to delusion in reclamation of my sovereignty. I let what is dead be dead. What has passed to be in the past. I allow the living to live. My choice in this moment is truly the only thing I possess. There are no bridges left to burn. There are no tables to turn. There are no more projections to distract me from the truth of accountability. Relentlessly, I surrender to the completion of this narrative. Remain true to the spirit of hope that called to you from the deep. Honor the catalyst of your journey. Dissolve, let go, and return it all to source. So this is so full circle that this is the present card. One, because we are now in the death season, the earth winter time, and we also started with death at Samhain. Now with this card, I am particularly struck by My choice in this moment is truly the only thing I possess. This is the elephant. This is empowerment. This is why we choose to bring mindful awareness to the sensations in our bodies, the emotions we're experiencing, the thoughts that we're having. Because once we bring mindful awareness to that, then we have a choice about how we proceed. And the death card is reminding us that that is really all we have in this life. I am also really struck about relentlessly I surrender to the completion of this narrative. Since we are at the end of 2022, the lover's year, a year that is really about learning to be in love with yourself, learning to have a secure relationship with yourself and find wholeness in yourself instead of projecting out onto others and places and things how amazing they are and how you need to be in relationship with them in order for you to be whole. And now if we're moving away from that, we're moving into the chariot year, which is really a forward-moving energy, a powerful energy. And so I wonder, instead of setting New Year's resolutions, what narratives do you want to be complete with? Even just in the past month, I mean, December has been wild. What narratives have come towards you that you're now like, ooh, done with that? And most importantly, now with the sun returning 
becoming brighter, having longer time in the sky, now through the summertime. This line, remain true to the spirit of hope that called you from the deep. It is about that light. How even though we are in the dark months, that we are in winter, and that we are surrounded by so much death, that we must stay true to the spirit of hope. And especially with this podcast being about channeling and how anyone can channel, you are a channel, you already have this wisdom within you, remembering that, remembering your call to this information, this was not a coincidence. Honor this catalyst of your journey. Let the rest go, return it to source, bury it in the ground, say thank you earth, and move forward. So let's move forward into our third and final card, future, the air card. Now, I love that this was the card that presented itself because air in the witch's wheel is associated with spring. Spring associated with rebirth, emergence, promise, sunrise, inspiration, and you guessed it, choice. So from this lesson of death, we move into the opportunity of air. Here is the spell. I surrender to the movement from what was towards what is becoming. Curiosity and inspiration are the conduits for the change that is necessary and eminent. I intend to choose inspiration every damn day. Air always finds an opening. Track your intuition, remain curious. Is there something you haven't tried? Imagine the situation from new perspectives. Honor possibility. Make space, nurture curiosity, and track intuition. Now, one of the best ways to track intuition is by connecting to our body by building that sensing awareness that Vanessa spoke about throughout the season. I really invite you as we move into the spring equinox to take care of your body and your spirit because it has the answers for you. And if you're feeling claustrophobic, if you're feeling too grounded, too pulled down into the earth, overwhelmed by that death energy, step outside and look up at the sky. Feel the air all around and within you. Use it to find that opening. Find curiosity and inspiration to keep you going, to keep you connected with the light. Now, across all of these cards, I'm really struck by this theme of moving from what was towards what is becoming. So I invite you, as we move forward each and every day, to Let be what has been and open up towards what is becoming. In trauma healing, we might understand this as orienting. Often our brains are conditioned towards fear because we've had horrific experiences or we've, you know, been conditioned by society, by the news to look towards what is not working, what is bad, what is unsafe what is fucked up and of course we need to hold those things so that we can create a better world and sometimes we need to practice orienting towards the light 
towards what feels good, towards what is working, towards possibility, because there is the opening. Now, before we depart, I want to do a really quick somatic practice to bring this medicine inward for you so that you can take it with you. I invite you in this moment to focus on a word or a phrase that really nourished or grounded you when you heard it. Take your time to locate that word or phrase. Now close your eyes once you have it. And imagine this word or phrase that made you feel nourished or grounded or just really good. Imagine it inside your body. Where inside your body do you feel it? Your head, your heart, your hands. If you can bring the word towards your heart, I encourage that. Now with this word in your heart, in your body, I invite you to really turn up the volume on this feel-good feeling that sense of nourishment or grounding or otherwise. Really feel the sensation of this feel-good feeling, its texture, its weight, its color, its temperature, and see if you can allow this feel-good feeling to expand throughout the cells of your body, emanating outward, filling you up with this goodness, this resource. Take a full deep breath in, breathe it in, and as you exhale, feel this feeling expand within you. Do this two more times, breathing in the medicine and letting it settle as you exhale. Breathing it in and letting it settle. And if accessible, I invite you to allow your arms to hold yourself in a sacred hug containing this medicine within you, solidifying it so you may take it with you into the new year. Breathe it in once more. Thank it for its medicine. And thank yourself for allowing yourself to receive it, to take it in. I wish you peace, connection, magic, growth, and oh, so much joy for the new year. Now, next week is our last episode of In Betwixt Inaugural Season, where I'll be sharing a channel 2023 messages for each of the nine life paths. Now, if you don't know your life path number or soul tarot card, mine is nine, the hermit, 
I will teach you how to calculate it step by step in this episode. And just to be clear, when I say next week, I really mean the second-ish week of January, basically once Mercury retrograde has completed, which is around January 14th. So look around the in-betwixt podcast thingamabob for around then, because then you'll be ready to really move forward, and this reading will help you with that. Take care and talk soon. Thanks for listening to In Betwixt. This podcast is hosted on Anchor and available wherever you get your pods. You can find resources and links from this episode in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and subscribe. If you're loving this pod, leave a review to be entered to win a free 2023 year ahead card reading with me, Salasta McIntyre. And remember, to go to fullandplentyjoy.com slash channeling to find out your own 2023 guiding tarot card. If you'd like more individualized support, I'd love to help. Learn more at fullandplentyjoy.com. This podcast is produced by Lucky McIntyre, edited by Vaisefo, with music by Christopher Etheridge. Let's vibe out to the rest of his beautiful song, to you from within. See you next on In Betwixt. Slanchava.